drop. This week, I brought a guest back. It was so nice. I had to have him on twice. And that one was so nice. I had him on three times. I believe this is going to be episode five. I I believe. this. Might, you might be the, five, the first. No, not the first. One of the first five-timers on the show. Uh, my guest this week, guys, you know him, you love him. Mr. Tucker Maxey is back for a special Tucker curated episode of the Be Kind Rewind. Hello. <laughs> Everything we're talking about today, he picked. So, without further ado. Welcome back, everybody, to the Be Kind Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Joey Maxey. Like I said in the intro, my boy, Mr. Six-Year-Old himself, Tucker Reese Maxey, is back. I, I gave him a challenge. I said, Tucker, come up with three movies that you want to talk about. I did not. Uh, these are his choice. This is a Tucker-curated episode. He picked three movies to talk about. And I can, I am excited to, to hear about what he's brought today. So say hello, everybody at home, Mr. Tucker. Hello. Well, Tucker, well, how have you been, man? Good. Anything new and exciting in your world? No. No, nothing at all? Mm, I got a new football, but my dog chewed it up. Oh, she ate the football today? Oh, well, crap. Well, she took like a big chunk out oh. of it. Oh, that's a shame. How did she get it? So my mom was seeing finger a baby, but yeah. I put it around her shoulder so pumpkin won't get it. Yeah. And other than she stand it up and it fell in the ground. So punk so our dog went straight for it. Aw. And then took a huge bite out of it. Aw, sad. That's alright. The that football came from the dollar store, so They all have right. plenty more, I bet so. Cool. You could do some choring out in the dirt. You can go pick up some more dog turds. No. <laughs> Picking up dog turds in the backyard. What? What do I? What do I always say that is? The world's worst Easter egg hunt. My <laughs> <laughs> dad always says that for some reason. Yeah. What's your job when we clean up the dog turds in the backyard? I gotta carry the bucket. You get to carry the bucket. Yep. I hate that. <laughs> well, next time you can pick up the turds. Then how about no. that? <laughs> no. All right. No, no. Well, no. let's uh, get to the uh, matter at hand. Let's take a look at what you've got in front of us as far as movies, and you've got your little note cards. You are ready to go. So, without further ado, what is the first movie? Number first. Tell about the movie. What's the movie? S- Storyline. In. Velma and Daphne. Oh, the first movie is Velma and Daphne. Velma and Daphne. Favorite part? When the dad tells Daphne he was... Why, she has perfect days at school. Least when the ghost shows up. Favorite character? Daphne. She makes good plans. Her dad is the same dad from... Ricky, Nicky, Dicking Don. Okay, so let's back this up a little bit because you got a lot to unload there. So our first movie was, I'm going to look this up because I don't have the the dates in front of me. Uh, This was a made-for-TV movie. Uh, 
we stumbled it upon the other day, and it was a lot of fun. A 2018 uh, made-for-TV movie called um, Daphne and Velma. Daphne and Velma. Who are Daphne and Velma? Who are they usually from? Scooby-Doo. Heck yeah, Scooby-Doo. Live-action spinoff. But also, in that, they don't have Fred, Shaggy, or Scooby. Nope. Nope, it is literally just Daphne Blake and Velma Dinkley. They are teenagers in... In high school, and they have a ton of gadgets. They do. Um, this was a really surprisingly fun movie. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I thought the, the, the gal that they got to play Velma was freaking amazing. Um, the, uh, it was Jeff, uh, Sarah Jeffrey and Sarah Gilman were um Vel- Daphne and Velma perspectively and uh Sarah Jeffrey was pretty cool. She is actually from the Descendants movie series. Sure. She is Prince Audrey. Prince Audrey. Good job. Yep, she's Prince Audrey from the Descendants movie. What what? <laughs> oh, you're proud of yourself. <laughs> uh so she plays Daphne and then Velma, which is Sarah, they're both Sarahs. Sarah Gilman, and she did a really good job too. It was she was a little bit different take on 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 Daphne. She also never said jinkies. I don't remember her ever saying jinkies. If she did, it was real briefly. Um, but it was a cool movie. It's about a high school that's basically ran by Apple. And also, one part in the movie, they act. There's these two three teenagers and all of a sudden they hear this come closer and when they hear that if school's done and they're packing up to leave or no one's out in the hallway and it's just them the lights flicker and everything goes down and there's this locker that takes them to a secret passage but when they come out they're like I'm good. They're zombified, yeah. They're zombified. Yep. And the creepiest thing is about anytime someone asks them if they want to be a lab partner or anything, like, I'm good. Yeah, so it's interesting. It's like a high school that was designed by Apple, and everything is built upon your social media profile. So not only is it your grades in school, but your, your social media profile as well. And once one of the, the students gets to the top of the list, all of a sudden they're kind of like abducted and they get kind of zombified. So Daphne and Velma are on the case. And you had, as you had said in the beginning that the dad that plays um, Daphne's dad is the same dad from a TV show called Ricky, Dicky, Nicky, and Don, which Nikki. is Nicky and Don. Which actually is cool. It has the kid, one of the kids from that show went on to be in the Umbrella Academy on Netflix. So pretty cool. I'm not going to go too far into the plot because it's actually kind of a cool, normal Scooby-Doo mystery. So we're not going to spoil it. So yeah, Daphne and Velma, a really great movie. It's on streaming right now. I believe we found it on Hulu. It was a a made for Nickelodeon. It was Hulu. It was on Hulu. It was made for Nickelodeon movie. Uh, A lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's only 75 minutes long, really short, but there's some actually really funny, funny things to it. That I was, it, it, 
we're not going to spoil the ending for you, but it kind of leads to a sequel that will probably never be made, but that's okay. So is there anything else you want to add about Daphne and Velma, my good man? I have another card. Would you recommend this? Yes, because it's hilarious. Tell about bird brain. Velma built cool robots, but sacrificed them twice. Shaggy, Scoopy, and Fred aren't in the movie. <clears throat> Let me see your card there, bud. So, yeah, you would recommend it because it's hilarious. Uh, bird brain. Oh, yeah, Velma makes little cool AI robots, but then she has to sacrifice them because she needs the parts that are on the inside. Yep, that's a cute little, that's a cute little scene. And also, the robot, when she sacrifices them, it's like, Velma, no. <laughs> yeah, she creates a uh, artificial intelligence and then has to sacrifice them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's like, I wish I programmed you to have feelings. <laughs> yeah, I think Velma in this one is was my favorite character. She was awesome. <laughs> The things that I didn't, I thought that Velma's mom was a very underutilized character. So that was kind of a bummer. Do you have another card for Velma and Daphne, my good um, man? No. Okay. I don't. Are, any, any part, any last words about uh, Daphne and Velma? Um, no. No, no. All right. It is a good movie. It's it's worth the watch. Uh, I'm really like a real side note before we move on. I'm really been enjoying these made for TV movie based on like established properties. I've made no secret that my favorite movie of 2019 was Dora and the City of Lost Gold. That movie was literally my favorite movie of the year. I mean, based on I'm not even talking uh, mainstream movies. So these made-for-TV movies based on other properties were fantastic. And uh, I'm actually looking forward to getting into some more of these. There's one that caught my eye the other day on Disney Plus called Ventures in Babysitting, which was a remake of a, sh- of a movie that I watched a heck of a lot when I was a, a youngster. So, But now... <coughs> All right, movie on. number two. Let's move right along. Number two. Tell about Bill and Ted's bogus journey. The okay. Story. So... Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. That was your second pick for the move for the show. Yeah, Bill and Ted's Bogus la- Journey. The last one's gonna be a real surprise. Yeah, this last one's gonna be a real surprise. So, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. What do you like about Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? That's my, f- well, that's tied. I, I real, it was my favorite. Now, uh, Face the Music. It, it's tied with. Actually, I think Face the Music is my favorite. But favorite Ted, least Bill, evil. Favorite part when they woke up dead. Okay, they so play Lord games with Grim Reaper. They get Slation the Ellen from Heaven. Alright, let's see your card. You got a lot to unpack here. So let's go. Number one. Uh who is your oh, so your favorite is Ted. Uh uh a, a classic eavesdrop. Uh, podcast network show uh, we do Keanu so yeah Ted Keanu Reeves is fantastic definitely the breakaway star from this series your least was Evil Bill mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't Station <laughs> so 
so <laughs> so station's the weirdest yeah that thing is weird huh <laughs> <laughs> all the time it goes around saying station 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 well there's two of them and then they become one big one <laughs> <laughs> and then when they come one big one they're like station 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 <laughs> well and you had mentioned so your other favorite part you mentioned on here is they play board games with the grim reaper holy smokes that is that's classic that is a very classic scene from that movie uh when they play all those board games with the grim reaper uh, the Grim Reaper was uh, an hilarious character. William Sadler was that. That was a great part for him, and he got to play it again in Bill and Ted Face the Music. And holy smokes, what a great, 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 great character! I love how in the first one was historical, historical figures, and then the second one is just kind of all over the place. Uh, evil robots, aliens, heaven, hell. Like there's just a lot to. A lot that they uh, they 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 cut in they went into with this one, um, personal d- demons of each, of Bill and Ted. I like, still have half a card of Bill and Ted. Oh no, I'm glad. Uh, and then so so your first favorite part was when they wake up dead, w- which is hilarious. I loved the scene where they take over those two cops' bodies, and the, his dad and his dad's friend at the police station. And then when they play board yeah, game. Yeah, also, um, I actually would like to read my second card of this. All right. Well, we're just going through all of the stuff. You, you did all the homework. You want to get credit for it. And then when they get stationed, the alien from heaven, which is it's a very that's a very rare piece of theology that they don't ever really talk about in many movies. Uh, when you go to heaven, is heaven only going to be people from earth will there be aliens there who knows so that was actually for me personally an interesting an interesting thought so all right second card slow down when you read it so we can so we can hear your pretty voice they win the bell against evil bill and evil ted by using the good robot robot bill robots robot bill and ted Heck yeah, they they built the, they win the battle of the bands with the good with the good robot uses that they that station makes in the back of the van. Yeah, that's so like so you've got the evil robots, the good robots, station, the Grim Reaper. There's just so much there. <laughs> then they even doubled down on that in the third one. There's even more in that one at the at the final act. I I thought that was amazing. <laughs> I really 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 enjoyed the the battle of the bands. The music. There was a mute. There was a song at the end of Bill and Ted Two. Bogus Journey, the final song God gave rock and roll to you, sung by Kiss. I remember when I was a little boy, we rent. I rented this movie with my friend Chris, and we watched this movie, and we played that song like five times. We just kept rewinding it and playing the song again. We just thought the song, the final credits, the final credit song was just fantastic. So. Okay, so movie number two in Tucker's curated episode, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I know that that's Brett from 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 We Do Keanu's favorite Bill and Ted movie. So, and it's my it's one of mine as well. All right, but, I'm excited. You've got a surprise for me for movie number three. Okay, M- movie number three, The Three Amigos. 
Ooh, the three amigos. Three movie star friends get asked to save a village in real life from a scary bad guy. They have funny names like Lucky Day and Dusty Bottoms. This movie came out in 1986 and made... $39 $39 million at the box office. $39 million? That's it? <laughs> oh, wow. It was directed by John Land... It was directed by John Landis. They had a budget of $25 million. My favorite part is when they sung, My little buttercup, why don't you stay for a while? <laughs> My little buttercup, why don't you stay for a while? Very close, very close to the real song. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. Good, good homework there, bud. That's fantastic, yeah. Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, and Martin Short play three actors from the golden age of Hollywood that are mistaken for real uh, uh, real banditos from... And uh, also, I know who plays piano in Three Amigos. Who? Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase does, yep. Yeah, Steve he, Martin and Martin Short do the dancing. Yes, they, they do. They also sing, my little bug. <laughs> Why? You got the cutest smile. <laughs> my little buttercup. Why don't you stay for a while? <laughs> my little buttercup. All right, all right. We're going to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. So, yep, Steve Martin plays Lucky Day, Chevy Chase plays Dusty Bottoms, and Martin Short plays Ned Niederlander. Um, and then also, and then the bad guy is El Guapo, played by Alfonso Aero, which who is amazing. Yeah, uh, not very critically acclaimed at the at the be- at, at the time in 1986, but has gone on to become a classic. Uh, just a, a fantastic movie. Um and what I like about it too is like they never, like I mean they're 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 wearing traditional uh, garb, but they never like put on fake mustaches or appropriate any kind of. None of them have. Uh, none of them have mustaches. I know. Well, they they're, they're, there's something called appropriation that doesn't really happen in this that I really enjoy. Um, they're they're wearing uh, what Hollywood can, would consider traditional Hispanic garb and it's not even close to the real thing. So I really like about that. It was a very it was very restraint for its time in 1986 for sure. So uh, yeah, this is a fantastic film and it's a little meta because um, one of the it's funny you mentioned that the John Landis directed it. Lauren Michaels was one of the writers and then when you look at the the person, the, the music uh, was Randy Newman, and Randy Newman went on to do the music for Toy Story and a lot of the Pixar movies. You got a friend in me. He's the guy that did the movie, the music for, for The Three Amigos. A lot of people have said, and I agree with this, the movie A Bug's Life borrows from this movie a lot. 
It does? It does. There's... How? In in A Bug's Life, um, if I remember, if I recall, Flick goes and f- tries to find some people to help uh, his colony, defend his colony from grasshoppers, and he finds circus performers that he thinks are real real heroes but they're not they're just actors and that's exactly what happens in this one they're contacted by people who think they're real and they show up to help save this town so there, there's a, there's more than a couple similarities from oh, from a bug's life and the, the three, three amigos. amigos the three amigos but there's still a lot of funny in the three amigos, um, I still use the phrase "Good night, Ned," like the turtle says. There's a where they're when they're singing when they're singing "Blue Shadows" around the campfire. The turtle talks and it says "Good night, Ned," and it's just a weird, weird scene. So, good night, Ned. Good night, Ned. <laughs> good night, Ned. Why do you say that? Because so, three amigos wouldn't necessarily have been. Uh, a choice for this show because not too many people are going to tell you it's a terrible movie but I'm glad you picked it and I'm glad you like it as much as you do Tucker because a, a lot of those movies from the 80s are just going away not a lot of people are are, are enjoying them and, and, and Three Amigos is quite a film and I'm really surprised they haven't made like a half a dozen of these by now because my little bug <laughs> <laughs> Because this movie would have been easily, they could have easily done a ton of these films, uh, except Chevy Chase, I'm told, is really hard to work with. It, it's no surprise that Steve Martin and Martin Short have gone on uh, to have to, to, to do a, a very successful series of theater shows just those two so i got a chance to see uh steve martin a few years ago <laughs> play the banjo which was fantastic steve martin is a, Dad, a comedic end, hero of mine at the end of this episode comes guys think i know you're just gonna cut me off and play <laughs> so uh so that's that's those were some good picks tucker i'm really glad that you liked uh daphne and velma was definitely a surprise uh, Bogus Journey is just a ridiculous movie, and I'm glad you like it. And Three Amigos is a lot of fun. I'm actually really surprised. We had it the other day. It was a little off topic, but I think it's wor- worth mentioning. Tucker and I decided to to di- di- to dive into the vault uh, with some boxes of movies in the garage, and we came and we started to watch uh, a movie. I I was selling it. I was selling it early. It was called. Ernest goes to jail. Yeah, we watched Ernest goes to jail, and my first it guess, was hilarious. It was hilarious, and I was really surprised you didn't pick it for this show. But I, I have to preface this with Jim Varney is a personal one of the one of my personal heroes, um, from uh, just a character actor take from. Everything like the, the, what he did in his life, uh, taken too short shortly from us, the dangers of cigarettes, uh, is fascinating. He lived a fascinating life, and he his body of work is pretty impressive for for the short time that he was doing it. Yeah. And my thought that like okay, six year old boy, he's gonna lose his mind. We're gonna watch Ernest goes to jail, and it was 
okay. It wasn't the amazing, uh, the amazingly hilarious movie that I, I remember it being. But My next time, <laughs> but next time we sit down, we'll watch Ernest Goes to Camp, and I think you'll have a lot more fun with it. You know. Oh, speaking of movies that are similar to others, and then we will say goodnight. Um, the other day, I, I came across something that people were talking about. Paddington Two is like critically acclaimed; everyone's loving it. I don't know a single person who's seen it, but it's got a really high rating on IMDb. And people are talking that the 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 premise uh, borrows a lot from Muppets Most Wanted uh, from a few years ago. Well, I think people forget that Muppets Most Wanted borrowed their plot from Ernest Goes to Jail. So everything How, repeats how'd itself. How'd they borrow it from Ernest Goes to Jail? It's the same plot. You know how in Muppets Most Wanted, Constantine takes over Kermit's life and in Ernest Goes to Jail, uh, mm-hmm. Nash takes over Ernest's life? Mm-hmm. I guess in Paddington too, that's the same thing somebody takes over Paddington's life so oh no Paddington I know right so uh Tucker thank you so much for being back on the show that was a lot of fun yeah it was I'm I'm glad you you, you take this so seriously until you get in here and then you flop around in the (laughs) chair (laughs) um any new movies coming out that you're excited for Mm. Frozen 3. <laughs> okay, someday. <laughs> I know Tom and Jerry's coming out at the end of the week. Um, Tom and Jerry. Um, stop. <laughs> My little Oh, you're a lunatic. <laughs> All right. Well, this was a lot of fun. Uh, I want to thank you guys for listening uh, for this little bit of silliness that we did today. We'll be back next week. We're going to do a horror movie next week. No, so. we're not. Well, you're not going to be back next week. but. <laughs> Yeah, I just ruined you. <laughs> uh, uh, what? What? <laughs> um, so, 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 to know that we little <laughs> <laughs> lunatic, baby. All right. So, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember uh, to check out all the cool shows. Uh, there is a new uh, with we do Keanu wrapped up. There is a new show that debuted not too long ago. After there... next week, I might be back in this. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> um, uh, there's a new show on the Eavesdrop Network going through all the John Carpenter movies, uh, and they're having a lot of fun with that. So check out that show. Uh, we want to make sure that make sure you pick up your Be Kind Rewind swag at uh, redbubble.com. The links are on Red the Facebook. Redbubble.com. <laughs> the, re- <laughs> the links are on the the links are on, on the on the website there. Uh, and again, thank you so much for listening, you guys. Um, I I hope that <laughs> lunatic Tucker didn't uh, <laughs> um, scare you guys off. No, you're a lot of fun to have in the studio, Tucker. It's a, you never know what's going to happen. So usually you just mess with a chair <laughs> and get things wrong. <laughs> you you do that. Nothing you do but the, you do the things wrong. I do the messing with the chairs. <laughs> you just mess with the chairs. So I don't know what anybody else's six year old boy who who uh, has the whole run of thousands of different movies and picks 
Bill and Ted's bogus journey and the three amigos to talk about. So I'm taking some delight and pride in this. So uh, thank you so much for listening, you guys. We love you very much. Remember, if you're going to have a rewind, you might as well be kind. Uh, we'll see you. We'll see you back next time. We love you. When my when when my um dad said rewind, he said be kind. That's the name of the show, the Be Kind Kind Rewind. So uh, I love you guys, and uh, we'll see you next time.